Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to be. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Oh, welcome to it. This is what I like to hear. Opening up a show, put you in a mood. And I'm just playing the song. I didn't even pull up the video, which is like one of the best. It is one of the best videos. This is a spoof on a Family Guy. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Love Family Guy. Chris, where have you been? I don't know. Now, all we're talking off air. Oh, and welcome, folks. I'm Joey. This is Christy here in studio. Hello. And uh, it's a Tuesday night. I was checking earlier doing inventory. This is the 251st episode of the is Joey it? Clark Radio Hour. Yeah. Wow. That's quite an accomplishment, Joey. Yeah, and, you know, no offense, but I didn't want to add you to the Hall of Fame just yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a little no, offended. No, you're, you're getting there. <laughs> it's just, you know okay. Southernwood. Sure, everyone right. knows. Right, he needed it. He, that's absolutely. He, needed, he deserved that. If battle. anyone needs to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, it's Southernwood. Absolutely. Baron, he might earn his stripes one of these days. Uh, maybe. Baron, I, I better be inducted before Baron is... Okay, duly noted. <laughs> what are you gonna do? If, you know, not talk to me or something? <laughs> Maybe. Well, then, yeah, I, that well, would that would cause a lot of people to go crazy. Jay. Duly noted. Yes. You know that that is a punishment I've learned. And <laughs> I saw you know how the term is uh, ghosting. Somebody. Ghosting. Yes, it's a real term. Mm-hmm. But there's a comedian I saw where he said, "I've never understood ghosting." As the I understand what it is, like you just stop talking to somebody mm-hmm. out of the blue, no response whatsoever, for no reason. But um, but ghosts kind of hang around. Like if we've talked about ghost stories, before. I feel like we talk about ghosts every time I come on this show. Yeah, so ghosts kind of <laughs> hang around. They you know they they stay in one place because of some you know sure. trauma. I get your. I, I think it's more like vanishing into thin air. Yeah, that that's probably it. But he said you know it doesn't really fit because ghosts stick around. They they show up again and sure. again. It's more like you deadbeat your dad at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. And there we go. A lot of friends that are deadbeat dadding people. Um, a lot of deadbeat dads these <laughs> days. But, you know, some of that I don't want to pass judgment on. Some of it's like you know, some crazy ladies. I can't relate. I can't relate. You should have uh, You should have waited. You should have waited before you, you know, knocked somebody up who's nuts that you can't stand. Can't gotta be, relate. Gotta be careful. Though I did see a report earlier today, and I don't want to get into Kavanaugh. We've talked that to death. We'll find out what actually happens on Thursday. The mystery of Rod Rosenstein. Yeah, oh, okay, whatever. I saw a report earlier today that millennials are bringing back marriage. We're bringing back the, bringing down the divorce rate. Millennials are. Mm-hmm. Are we still considered millennials? Yes. Because, I mean, our someone date of birth me, doesn't change. True, but someone told me today, actually, Jeff Blake told me today that I wasn't considered a millennial anymore, and that confused Why? me. Did he give you a reason? He said you're almost 30. 
I said, I don't think that's, that's how it works. Kevin. Okay, I was just making sure. Boomers you, are in their sixties; <laughs> they're still baby boomers. I'm making sure that you that you uh, that you're on my side there because yeah. it confused me a lot. Actually, say. Jeff Blake and Dr. Sam were in were in agreement with that, and I was like, I don't think that's how it works. But okay. Yeah, that's not that isn't how it works, guys. I mean, okay. I turned thirty, and oh, good lord, when like two months. December first. Okay. You're older than I am. Then I'll be thirty. Yeah. I just turned twenty nine, so I'm, I'm living. I'm living my last uh, golden year. Oh, give me a break. Before the my bones fall the, apart. No, no, no. It, none, I don't usually comment on this, but you walked in. You're like sweaty. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to say it, but uh, yeah, yeah, like you just pushed yourself at the workout. I, I I'm the queen of like. I mean, I finish my workout and I drive straight here. So you're seeing me at my like absolute worst oh, as soon it. as I'm done. No, your peak performance. That's I feel good after a workout. Where it, and that's when exercise does well. It's like you get more energy out of it. You feel like you accomplish something. Yeah, like mm, I feel good. <laughs> I start making noises. Like start. <laughs> you start flexing in the mirror. Yeah. Mm, no. I did 50 sit-ups today. Where's the abs? Yeah, look at that yoga bod. Flexing <laughs> like a bodybuilder. Yeah, right. But uh, no, but here's the twist on the millennials and the divorce rate thing. Right, right, right. Give there are that. people who are getting married, like yourself in Dakota, and it it's lasting. Mm-hmm. Like, the millennials are keeping their marriages. But there's also a weird trend. It's a little misleading with the headline. Is that certain people aren't getting married, but they're shacking up together. And they're even raising kids together. I, um... And so, even if they fall apart, that doesn't count towards the divorce rate. Right, 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 right. The thing is with that, and I can see the appeal in that approach, Mm. honestly, because it's a lot less messy, especially if you're not, if it's one of those situations where you're not 100% sure, but you also maybe don't want to lose that person necessarily. sure. Sure, I get it. Yeah, but then what happens if somebody gets sick in like hospital visitations, or you got to draft a will if there are kids involved? It just Ugh. gets so complicated. Just yeah, go to it the gets courthouse. Messy. It gets right, right, right. It gets messy. Maybe if one if one of those life changing things happen, mm-hmm. then maybe take that step uh, to make it permanent. I, I just like seeing a positive headline about millennials because absolutely I feel like our generation gets crapped on a lot we get yeah we yeah blamed for we all everything. we always will too like that apparently sucks. millennials are ruining porn was one headline millennials are ruining how's uh, that wait let's go back to that okay <laughs> um putting it delicately um millennials have different tastes than say uh, generation oh, x and boomers they get to the uh the wrong side the bad side of youtube right yeah well no, just like let's just say the porn stars of yesteryear <laughs> and how they decided to make themselves look with different augmentations uh-huh, isn't exactly uh-huh, what uh-huh. millennials are down with. Hmm. So I don't, I don't want to jump too much in this topic because I talk about sex enough as it is on this show. That's okay. We're millennials. We're supposed to talk about sex. Exactly. But uh, apparently we're ruining porn. <laughs> um, apparently we're ruining the napkin industry. We're not buying enough. What? Yeah, we buy a lot of paper towels and just you use those You know what, that's, that's true. Yeah, I do do that. No, but that's the way to do it. I, n- I never Why? buy napkins. Why buy paper towels and then separately buy napkins? Exactly. Unless you're having a dinner party and trying to appear fancy. And the paper towel's so versatile. Like, it is. I, I let my steak sit out on one of those, come to room temp. Mm-hmm. You're, I, you're, stir, you're stirring some meat. You put your spoon out there for a second. Let right. the sauce collect. I get yeah, it. Yeah, let the taco meat sit there. Let the bacon sit there. Sometimes it's for a good makeshift plate for 
a slice of pizza. You know what? I've done all that stuff. That's ridiculous. This is what millennials do. We have it figured out, folks. We're making things easier, per se. Yeah, exactly. And then millennials, apparently, I'm not living up to this. They really demand, like, high standards at the workplace. And this place is great to work. I think it's why I've stayed. But uh, apparently, they're hopping from job to job. Like, they'll stay five years in another place, and they'll hop to a different job. Five Mm. years. See, I, I can't attest to that yet just because this is the longest place I've ever worked. Okay. I'm on my sixth year, mm-hmm. I think, fifth or sixth. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to possibly move in the next couple of years. I mean, it, it'll be two years for sure before I even make that decision. But, you know, Dakota's still in grad school. Right. And, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not necessarily trying to raise a family in Montgomery. Um, I'm nothing against Montgomery, but... No, but this is a serious issue. We yeah. often come on there and we joke around, and I've sure. got a doozy of a story that will be probably leading to some jokes. But in all seriousness, you are exactly the... I was talking the other night that Montgomery is not great for people our age. And if you're now, right. you're now married for over a year, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And kids are on the mind. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're actively trying whether or not. Not, uh, not yet. And, and I will say that over there. We do have a timeline in place. Right. Of when we want to, right. Of when we want to start um, trying to have kids. But, but yeah, I mean, we, we have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pe- you know we'll what people see. say about plans, right? Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, a huge part of that plan is I don't want to start my family here. Right, and is it the schools? It, it's a lot, yeah, a lot of the schools, yeah. And, and you know, that's really going to be a hard time um, when and if that time comes just because um, we have we have so many friends here and so many people here we care about. Say. Uh, we've built We've built a good social network here. Yeah. I mean, you can ask anyone. I have something to do with somebody every night of the week almost. I'm hanging out with this person, this person, this group of friends. Man, I could use some advice there. I, Ooh, I it's am. tough, Joey. I don't even I don't even advise it to be honest with you. See, I'm like I on really the don't. radio and people are like, you must be living it up. I'm like, nope. Mm. I'm you a know homebody. What? I wit grass is always greener. Trust mm-hmm. me. Okay. Um Yeah, I mean but but that but that's a huge thing and, and the schools are a are big part of it. Yeah. I know somebody who just made the decision because their kid <laughs> was at the point where it's like, I don't, I don't want to pay for elementary. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a nice, fancy school. And it's like, I don't want to continue to pay for private school so I can't stay in Montgomery. And they at least they moved to Pike Road. They made mm-hmm. that decision. And that's a short one. Sure. That's a short move. Sure. And, well, and, and, and for me, a big part of it too is family. You know, I, I um, the, the goal is to move within an hour away from each of our families. Okay. Um, so that's a, I mean, you don't want to have, I personally want to have all the help I can get when I have a newborn. Mm. Um, so I would like to be close to, to my family or Dakota's or both. And we're, we're not close to either one right now. We're three hmm. hours away from both sides of the family. Damn. Because I actually, I was raised in a family, an immediate family, very close <laughs> to aunts, mm-hmm. uncles, grandparents on both sides and right. i can say that was amazing. it's beneficial growing up oh, right it's amazing well and just from a practical standpoint for a parent it's like i'm tired uh, right this. absolutely and i yeah and i i definitely want to do that i don't i don't even necessarily want to be in the position where i give birth here in montgomery mm. 
Um, we don't like the hospitals or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be established wherever I'm going to live permanently. Okay. So, you know, you have Man. your doctor there. You have... Big decisions. Oh, trust Laying me. Laying down roots. I, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, thought, we thought about this for a while. And I'm not the kind of person who is just like a fly... Um, you know, fly by seat of my pants. Type. Mm-hmm. I, I want to have everything planned out, and I hate it too when the older generation's like, "Well, well," and, and, and I joked about that a few minutes ago. We're like, "Well, you can't plan everything," you know. Sure. God laughs at plans. Yeah. They, okay. Yeah, he does. Well, I've been planning it this long, my way, and it's so, worked out. And it's far? worked out so far. So I'm going to continue what I'm doing. Okay. And um, hopefully. I will uh, have kids when I want to have kids. You see, that intergenerational sniping, as I like to call it, is a, it's a common thing. I think it's happened with every generation between the generations. Like, as far back as don't watch that Elvis character on TV <laughs> shaking his hips. It'll make you have impure <laughs> thoughts and whatever. And you know what? I think they're right. Well, I think we even do it to, to much younger kids. I was about to we say do. that. I was about to say that. I look at people who are now, like, stars. And they're really big, like, on social media Mm -hmm. and a particular platform. Like, really? Why why is this person so huge? Right. Well, (laughs) exactly. And, I mean, I even, I'm guilty of this. I think I even, I think I criticize the much younger generation a lot. When I say much younger, I mean, I mean, as young as... You know, nine, ten years old. Okay. Um, what are your beefs with this generation? I will y tell or you, Z or whatever they are, right now. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to talk about this just because I, I know they're definitely not listening. But um, Dakota side of the family, his aunt, they uh, or his his cousins, their kids are, I think, six and eight years old, and mm-hmm. they have the iPads. They are their parents are looking to get them iPhones at this point. Kids don't need that crap. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. No one one needs an iPad at the age of six, seven years old. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. But mom, I can learn all sorts of stuff. You know what? Go outside and play and learn. That's how that's how we did it. It's dangerous outside and if you leave me alone unsupervised, they might take me. Child protective services. Supervise them. Come on. That's your job, Mom. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Go, take your kid to the park, watch <laughs> them play, and do the whole, you know, rub some dirt on it when they get hurt. Teach them a life lesson. I, I, I think kids these days are almost getting brainwashed Let's with see. the kind of stuff they're exposed to at such Man, a young age. You reminded me why I'm such a bachelor. There's <laughs> nothing worse than the suggestion, and it can happen whether or not you have kids. It definitely happens when you do have kids, and that's what I'm remembering, me being the kid. And mom usually suggesting, let's go on a picnic. I will, I love picnics. I can't stand picnics. Why? Because it's like we have a perfectly good table inside. No, you're in nature. You get a bottle of wine. You get a basket. Okay, you have me with the wine. You're in the you're in the park. You're having a great time. Yeah. It's good. The weather's got to be right. I'll give you that one. Yeah. But picnics could be so romantic, But right too. now, there's, there's love bugs everywhere, and they are not romantic. I would not want to go on a picnic right, right now. now. <laughs> a little hot. I'm just saying mm-hmm. later. You know what also burns me up? Parents who post everything about their kids potty training experience i don't want to hear that crap i don't give a uh, i can't okay i don't give a damn if your kid yeah exactly if your kid went to the potty by themselves three times a day no one cares about that no one does and everyone's like i I said that today to jeff he's like when you have kids later you'll understand 
No, I'm not doing that. No, because no one cares. No, but it's like, I, apparently, I don't really remember it, but apparently I was potty trained by throwing, like, Cheerios or Fruit Loops into the toilet, and it's like, aim, young man, aim. <laughs> it's a very instinctive okay. thing. Like, you know, sure. It's, it's an instinct where you're just I like... I get that you're wanna, proud of your kid. You want to aim and, like, <laughs> kill those Cheerios. Yeah. I get that you're proud of your kid for pooping in the toilet. I don't care to hear about it. I don't. No one else does either. I have a newsflash. No one cares about your kid potty training. Oh Trust me. Oh, my. Not, no one cares but you. And you're throwing people on blast here, Christy. and throwing like, me off. You know what? People need to learn the truth sooner or later. You got the, the, the whatever it is after a workout, the endorphins going a little. This endorphin <laughs> machine sitting across from me. I just feed the truth, Joey. I just speak what everyone else is oh, thinking. wow. Now you're high. So high on the endorphins and all I speak is the truth. <laughs> Do you do you agree with that? No, you with like picnics. No, <laughs> you don't like people showing off their kids on social media. No and their accomplishments. Uh, uh-uh, see, I didn't say that. I said potty training. Okay, accomplishments is one thing. Your kid pooping in the toilet is something else. Wait, I don't want to hear about it. People showing this off. I saw a post this morning when I was on the Bama Country Morning Show. I was scrolling. But because I have... Timmy went to the bathroom by himself three times. I didn't even have to ask him. What a big boy. So proud of him. So it was just a status somebody wrote down? Yes. There are no pictures No, involved. thank God. Because I would have I would, I had a comment at that point. I Well, I do remember, and it was going around in high school, uh, this like website yes even before good smartphones it was a website it was ratemypoo.com or something like that (laughs) and it's just pictures of of people's uh, excrement in the toilet and you would give it ratings it's like this is what guys do Uh, that is terrifying apparently there's an app out there called places i've pooped wow yeah i don't use it because you know i'm a homebody girls don't poop though no, no, they don't. They, there are no bodily functions when it comes thing. to ladies. No bodily functions whatsoever. No bodily functions. But apparently this place is I poop thing. I don't travel enough to do it. I'm a homebody, so it'd be like at home and at home and at home. And all oh, that one day at the office. Oh, no. Oh, every, everyone here could put could put the office on their list. Oh, it's miserable. It's like they, it's like they relish in... Go into the bathroom on the boss's dime <laughs> here at Blue Water. I can't stand it. Well, it's because of all the coffee drinkers we got here. <laughs> but no, apparently if you're traveling, you can like put a little pin in a map. And it's like, I pooped here. That's and you can like, you know, have pins all over the world. What happened to just writing your info on the inside of a bathroom stall? That's a little. What, what kind of info? Like, Hello. is that Johnny still going was here. on in this like social media age? Like, call this number for a good time. <laughs> I have not seen that in a very, very because long time. Because that is messed up stuff. Pretty sure the last time I saw that it was in a alley bar bathroom four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never messed with those numbers, but I never know. You never know, and it's weird. Like, it, it's weird how bad things can get for some people. Sometimes I see a news story, Christy, and I wonder, what did it take? How many know. years, days, months? How long? What, what type of friends? What type of home life did it take for this person to arrive at this point? I would love to know what article you're referencing. Jacksonville, Florida. Of course it's Florida. Florida. <laughs> a Florida man. Faces misdemeanor charges 
but I'm not going to say. I'm, these these news stories just they're right there with the lead. They don't they got to build up the drama. Of Imagine, course. ladies and gentlemen, it's late, and maybe you go to a late restaurant because you've been you know throwing a few beers back. And I always make my worst dieting nutrition decisions after I've been drinking. I think most people do that. And you're a sweets person, right? I love sweets. See, I'm more a savory person. So it's like, give me all the crystal. Give me some, like, French onion Hmm. dipping chips. You know who who has the best taste in chocolate? You know who I'm going to say. Oh, that guy. Freaking Baron Baron Coleman. Coleman. Good Lord Almighty. You know, he's almost too good. I don't want to cut a promo on him. You know what? But I've been hanging (laughs) out with him in the mornings. I've been hanging out with him out of of work. (laughs) Every time. He's so damn charming. Makes me go, hmm. I don't know about charming, but he could, uh, you know what? Pretty much anyone could make me do anything with chocolate. Okay, fair by, enough. By offering, but just keep that in mind. <laughs> Duly noted. I, <laughs> there's a Does lot Dakota of, know this? Uh, Dakota does know this, Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. It, good try, honest, everyone sir. who knows me knows this, trust me. Okay. It's not a secret. So, and I'm more the savory guy. So, right. imagine it's late at night, you've had a few brews, you're looking for a restaurant, you cruise around. There's usually in most places, whether it's Atlanta or Montgomery or New Orleans and or D.C., I noticed this. There's a, you know fast food strip where most of the late night stuff is open. Sure. But you notice, because they're not open this late, a Chick-fil-A. Hmm. You notice a Chick-fil-A. And you're just passing by <laughs> and all of a sudden there's a man um, completely butt-ass naked. Good. I like where this is going so far. And he is uh, trying to fight people <laughs> while saying... Look at my... Fight me, bro. Look at my... Oh, Lord. I hope he at least had the size of fruit to uh, make that worthwhile. Yeah, well, who knows? <laughs> who knows? That's a genius tactic. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to fight a guy with no clothes No one on. wants to fight a naked guy. No. No one. Well, it's confusing. Like, You're always going to win. It, and it's not fair, by the way. It's an unfair tactic if a woman is naked in front of me and she starts arguing with me. It's not. I know that's an old joke that all sorts of people have told, but it's true. It's like, this is not fair. Oh, Lord. Never mind. Apparently, the 30-year-old man, Corey Michael Hatzel, was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct, and he's still in custody. He hasn't paid the $1,000 bail. Who would have thought the guy completely naked outside of a Chick-fil-A at one in the morning trying to fight people and say, look at my, is, uh, doesn't have the $1,000. I wonder what led to that point. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what you were referencing, right? Was it drugs? Was it, you know, in this new political climate, the Me Too era that many are calling it, like, it's one thing if you're like Louis C.K., you know, and you're using kind of your fame to get people up to your room. And I thought that's kind of how celebrity worked, though. <laughs> uh, but, you know, here's Charlie Rose. There's Matt Lauer with a button to lock people in his office. And, like, he had toys and all sorts of crap. There's even, you know, all sorts of things. But what about in this day and age? How do we treat flashers in this day and age? <laughs> like streakers. Like, I'm going streaking. Hmm. See, I've done this before, so I'm a little biased. Um, Wait, you went streaking before? I streaked from Sandbar to into the Alabama River once. And that was only like maybe three or four years ago. Were there cameras? (laughs) 
I think there are pictures floating around somewhere. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, because, I, because there are I've a lot seen of, it. There are a lot of cameras because downtown. I've seen them. This um, was your Montgomery. There were about seven or eight of us. Wow. Girls and girls and guys, we just all decided it was a great idea. It's bold. It was great. Right into the river, though? Yeah, I don't know about nasty. That probably wasn't the best idea, now that I think yeah, about it. You should all get tested. Um, <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> It's uh, enough time has passed where we all know we're okay. Yeah. At least I am. Right. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was exhilarating, though. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, because that's not... I, I don't think you can put streaking in the same category as, like, a flasher or, like, yeah. a, a Louis. Streaking is like, um, I don't know. You're. I, I feel like people yeah. who streak, they're just... They're just having a good time. They just want exactly. their five minutes of fame, exactly. you know. Flashers, I think, it's more like you're you're um, getting a ride. You're voluntarily it. trying to be creepy, yes. and gross. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and especially here in Montgomery, why are you wearing a trench coat? Yeah, it's no one needs. Co- yeah, no one needs a trench coat. It never gets that cold. No one, no one who has a trench coat here, especially in Montgomery, Alabama, is, is up to any good. Trust exactly. me. There's something under that you don't want to see. Yeah, either there. In yeah. some capacity or another. Man, there's so much I want to say, but I can't. Unless you're a woman in a trench coat. Yeah. That could be hot. I'm all for it. See, that, and it is a real double standard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it really is. That's the prime example. And, but I, you know what, and this is throughout stuff. I have had people at, like, Baumhauer's after we hang out at the show. I've had people there or in other places grab my butt. Oh. Pinch it. I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. I, I didn't feel assaulted. I, I've had people, if I was you know, 20 years younger. I don't think I would feel assaulted. Yeah, but I think you could get away with saying you were assaulted. You could definitely get away with it. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't raise holy hell about it. Okay. But I also think there's a difference, and it's a real double standard that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, if, say you grab somebody's butt. If a guy does it to a girl, it's like, hey, dude, apologize. Yeah. You know, apologize. Sure, sure, sure. A woman grabs a guy's butt. It's kind of like, ha Right. She's funny. flirting. Yeah, she's flirting with that va-va-voom energy. <sighs> but then, let's say the flashing thing. Woman goes around flashing people. Most people are going to be like, all right. Mm-hmm. Happy days again. Probably. And they're here again. Probably. Um, I haven't seen that since. Yeah, but you're flashing different. Uh... I haven't seen that since Nom. <laughs> Like, yeah. You're flashing different instrumentations, though. Right. Guy does it. It's like, whoa. Because no one wants to see Yep. That. It's true. This is why I do not understand <laughs> the proliferation of, uh, to use a euphemism, Master John Goodfellow picks. <laughs> the D. It's always ugly, you guys. Yes, If any is. men are out there listening, contemplating whether or not you're going to send that kind of picture to your significant other or someone right. you're talking to or even hooking up with, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No one wants to see that. It's ugly. Trust me. Well, and there's always an exception to the rule, I suppose. There's no exception to that rule. I know. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm <laughs> with you. I'm just saying there's some guys out there like you, you had. Uh, no, but it's not even. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it, it unsolicited, number one. Any, oh, definitely not unsolicited. And if it's solicited, you're, it's a joke. You know what? If if it's solicited for some weird, crazy reason, <laughs> you better be super confident in yourself that you have something that she's going to like. <laughs> right. And that that person isn't going to leak this crap all over the Absolutely. internet. Absolutely. 
Exactly. Right. You better be confident. Do you know how many times I've seen that on BuzzFeed where or Chive or something where that woman has then saved that picture and sent it to the dude's mom or grandmother oh. with a message accompanying oh. it saying, please teach your your grandson or your son better than this. That is underhanded. That, yeah. Tell me about it. Sending a f- picture of some dude's staff of life to his mom or his staff grandma? That is just, that's not what it's for. And this is where people are getting in trouble. There are too many people taking pictures of their junk mm-hmm. and sending it around the world. Mm-hmm. We got to stop it, guys. Mm-hmm. And we got to accept the double standards. Either that or you better trust that person exponentially. Yeah. You better you better trust that person with, if you're going to do it, you better trust that person with every ounce of your being. But it's, Christy, it's just like the guy at one in the morning, completely naked at the Chick-fil-A trying to fight people. It's like, how did they get to this point? And I'm telling you, there are some guys who are so desperate or so like life is thrown them on a whirlwind journey that they don't care anymore. And they just let it all hang out. You know what? I guess, I guess in that sense, though, I would rather they have a good time just being naked than, you know, trying to end things some other way. Yeah, join a nudist colony. Ow. Don't, don't, Sorry. Don't commit suicide. Join a nudist colony. I've always, I've always wanted to check out a nudist colony. Is that weird? No. <laughs> I've always wanted to go. No, that's not people, weird at all, Chrissy. <laughs> but the people who go are not the people you want to see. But I've always wanted to... Go to a nudist I've room. always wanted to be able to have the opportunity to feel that liberated. But I've I've got a feeling it's not going to be a bunch of like CrossFit bonds it's out not, there. It never is, Joey. It never no, is. No, people that want to do that <laughs> usually are like, I'm happy with my body. <laughs> I'm body right. positive. Not necessarily because they've been keeping up with it and are fit, but because they just right. don't care. Exactly. They just. I heard a story about two guys that actually wanted to go check one out, but they didn't want to actually get naked. So they kind of are going through the multiple layers of security to get into this nudist <laughs> beach. And it's finally like, it comes down to the moment. It's like, well, dudes, better take off those clothes. And they said it was the weirdest thing in the world. Really? It's old men, old women. Like, Have there you seen are that movie, shapes uh... the human body can take that confound <laughs> the mind. It is bizarre. I, I picture it a lot like um, it's an old movie, but have you seen Euro Trip? Yeah, you know the the beach scene, right? Yeah. I know, I know, it's old, but that I, I imagined it that it's, it's a lot like that. Yeah, I really hope my parents aren't listening to this particular podcast. Really, this one? I don't think I want them to hear this one. No, that you actually have gone streaking before? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, th- I think I've led on to a lot of stuff in this episode where that I yeah. haven't told no, you. You want to visit a nudist colony to feel free. <laughs> you want to go streaking. For some reason, you like picnics. You'll do anything uh, for chocolate. I listen, Christy. I you? listen. Wow, Joey. I'm impressed. Yeah. Please don't yeah, use any of that against me. No, yeah, I sure. trust you. Yeah, we have nothing in the system here we can use <laughs> right. against you. No, <laughs> exactly. it's none of that. No, nothing at all. But I need to tell folks, if you do, when you're really part of your plan, and you end up, you're like, we have such a good social network here. Maybe we can get the family to move closer up here. I don't know, but they got the roots. Anyway, if you ever end up, like, I'm going to stay in the River Region area. Can you do me a favor and give Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group a call? I knew you were going to say that. I know. 
because he's a great guy. He was in studio uh, last week. I heard, I heard. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Uh, he had a great line. But anyway, let's be serious. Uh, Eddie Bayer with the Goodson Group. He can really help you out. Give him a call, folks, 322 If you're thinking of buying a home, selling a home, buying a home to rent out that home, if you're looking for a real estate agent, think Eddie Bader. If you're thinking of a real estate agent, think Eddie Bader, 322-0662. Visit thegoodsongroup.com to see what Bo Goodson and the whole team there has listed. And Eddie Bader can really help you out with understanding things like the prepays, like the appraisal, the inspection, uh, working with you if you want to make it into a investment property, how he changed his own life, finding you tenants before you even close, and even managing that rental property for you. So there's no going wrong with Eddie Bader and the Goods Group. And oh, I left out one of the most glorious things. What if your life is, you really got it made. You hit it big. Like, I don't want to move to the beach. I want to move to the lake. Ooh. Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group does pontoon boat tours. That way you don't have to wind what? through all those roads. Some of them are still dirt roads. No, you can hop on the pontoon boat, pull up right to the dock of all sorts of different homes for sale huh. on the lakes here. And way to set yourself apart. Exactly. Very so, nice. Again, that number, 322-0662. That is Eddie Bader. He is your real estate agent or visit thegoodsongroup.com. Well, it looks like we need to hit a break here. Let's do it. It's kind of flying by. It's a weird news day. This this really did fly by very fast. Yeah. Wow. Aw, love the song. For some reason I've heard that before. Jelly Park. Welcome back. I love this song too, Joey. Yeah. Ladies are great. Uh, I love this one. No, this is one of the, it's iconic. It's like a good moment. Yeah. Throw the fist in the air. Who was this song offered to? I can't remember. Maybe Billy Idol or offered to some big band. Ooh, you're asking the wrong person. It's one of my all-time favorites. You like the movie? I, I've never seen The Breakfast Club. You've never seen The Breakfast Club? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You don't get the rest I know! No, put it back on! You do not get the rest of the song. You've never seen The Breakfast Club. You don't get to hear Don't You Forget well, About Me. Well, I can't me. remedy that right now. Please let me hear it. I'll let you hear the rest of the song when you go do your homework and watch the damn movie. <laughs> Calling you out, Christy. That is not cool. Wow. That's just... I should have uh, told you that off air. I'm Goodness just being, I'm being harsh. I'm sorry. You are being harsh. I feel like a scolded two-year-old yeah. right now. Well, that's what you get. I mean, <laughs> like, people love the song from a certain soundtrack, never seen the movie. <sighs> you with your picnics and your nudist beaches and your streaking. Don't 
look down on me. I'm not You're looking down age. on you. I'm actually trying to go, how can I aspire to be this old? <laughs> well, I will show you, young grasshopper. Yes, yes. Um, but you've been uh, busy, and you're probably not going to be able to join the show here for a while because... Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. ...of the Alabama National Fair. Don't ever. Mm-mm. Is, nope. well, is it a national fair? It is a national fair, yes. But it's Alabama... It, I just, number one, let's start there. How is it a national fair? First of all, the Alabama State Fair is in Birmingham. Oh. Which I don't understand. I don't know why the National Fair is here in Montgomery. It's the capital city. Sure. Alabama National Fair here. Um, But. That does start on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'll give I'll give a little a little PSA. Yeah. Um, that does start on Friday, this Friday, the twenty eighth, and uh, we are going to be out there all eleven days. Our booth is on the midway, right before you get to all the rides. You can't miss us. And get this, this is very important. We are the only booth that is absolutely free. Nice to play games. We nice. don't rig games. We don't make you pay. What kind of games? Cornhole. <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. Yeah, I love that game. Um, Unfortunately named. Um, <laughs> we used to have the prize wheel, which was cool. And we did that the first couple years that I worked the fair. And that click, 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 uh, like 10 hours a day for 11 days will really make you mad. Okay. <clears throat> so... And people thought they were on the prices right and tried to spin the wheel as hard as they could. Wheel falls on a small child. Small child cries. Parents get mad. It's just a bad situation for everybody. Uh, oh, man, that does sound terrible. Yeah, not, not that that's happened since I've worked the fair, but I could just imagine that's how it would play out. So you've been at m- most of, like most evenings you're there or somebody's I am there, there for the water. I, I am there. Six to nine or five to nine on weekdays. I will be there from noon to nine on weekends, both wow. weekends. Wow. And there's 11 days this year instead of 10. Well, and I'll just admit it on air. I haven't been in years. Chewy. Yeah. And you're chastising me for not watching Breakfast Club. What is wrong with you? Well, you know, we all have our flaws, so maybe I should go easy on you with yours. And, you know, I should. Thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. We all. I appreciate it. Uh, but, you know, maybe I'll stop by. I'll go see. Uh, on the day where they get the uh, the farm animals and the, the pigs. The farming, that's the best day. The I pigs. can't remember what day that is, but... When they, you like get a huge like Polish sausage, uh, maybe a corn dog. The, grilled, uh, the fried grilled cheese. No, the fried PB&J. Ooh. Does that sound amazing? Because Ooh, it's amazing. That's why I'm making that sound. I know, I know, I know, I know. That sounds the, awesome. Uh, cor- the, what's the uh, cheese curds? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My... Uh, my hand movement, my hand gesture. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Looks like I'm fondling. Yeah, like your, your curds. Um, the cheese curds sound cheese amazing. Curds. Some sort of meat on a stick. That's my plan. I, I'll go get like some sort of meat on a stick or the curds and... Uh, Great, Joey. Thanks. Now I have people asking me if I've really never seen Breakfast Club. <sighs> Who's that? This is the one and only Emily Hayes. Mm-hmm. You've never seen the Breakfast Club? Nope. She's never. Oh, I haven't. She's never. asking me. She's confirming. No. Yeah. No, this is a big deal. You can't say you like simple minds. Don't I you know about you me? guys. I know. I'm. I'm very. I, I will admit right now. I'm a flawed individual. I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if your hubby's tired. You go home and you watch that movie. You know what? I will, Joey. So everybody will get off my butt about it. Or else I'm going to give you a hard time. How the about whole time? 
if I um, if I watch this movie, will you buy me something good at the fair? I suppose. What do you mean by something good? <laughs> well, really anything. A funnel cake. Yeah. A uh, candy I, apple. I could, I'll even get you a fried PB&J. Or some curds. Okay. <laughs> Uh, now every time I say cheese curds, I gotta make that hand. Exactly, <laughs> it's like a fire in your hand. Um, but yeah, I'll go look at the farm animals. I do like that. It's like, well, look at how big that cow is. They had, they had the um, petting zoo too. They yeah, they do have a petting zoo. A few years ago, I remember it blew my mind. Probably a couple years ago, they had the. Uh, it's it kind of like a Ripley's tent. They had the world's largest horse. Right. Oh wow! And I, you know, people people were talking about this. DJ Fresh was one who was talking about the world's largest horse, bigger than a Clydesdale. Yes, Joey. I was like, uh, for I, I had to go see this because everybody was talking about it. I was like, it can't be that big. It can't be that big. I pay my dollar to get into this tent and this horse. I mean, I'm standing up. I'm five five, and this horse's belly, the belly, Joey, is still like two feet above my head damn yeah it's a big horse yeah tell me about it it was terrifying I and mean, he's not just tall it's, it's like terrifying. a full size like yes. muscular yes horse. wow it was terrifying and i'm looking at it and i realize that the only thing holding this horse where it is is like a single like little rope or, or chain or whatever i mean he could clearly clearly mess things up at the fair now have you ever gone by the people who are doing the basketball game and instead yep. of like paying to play the game, you just go throw me the rock. <laughs> no. and then just throw it to you, shoot it real quick, and then be on your way. I don't win any of those games. Those people know how to play all the games. Because they're rigged. I know they're rigged. I know. But then you got to beat the rigged games. But then no, that's I, how you lose all your money. I yeah. Come I, on, I know. You know those. Um, my favorite thing, though, at the fair, I, I'm not a big rides guy. You know what? I'm not either. I'm I'm done with that after I either. after I got out of puberty. I was like, all right, uh, I'm done with like the the gravity thing. What is it, the gravitron? The gravitron, thing? yeah. yeah I, I don't see the that. appeal. I, you know, I'll do a hyperbaric chamber if you want to put me under pressure. I'm not jumping on the gravitron. Uh, so I'm not a big thrill rides guy, the stupid little roller coaster. I definitely go to the fair for the food. The food and also the tiny racing pigs. <laughs> the tiny <laughs> racing pigs make my day. Wow. Okay. Well, because here's Crazy the thing. Place. It is a life or death situation with the tiny racing pigs. Why? Why is that? Because it's not just like the pig who wins gets to like jump in the water and like gets a blue ribbon. Like the pigs who lose, they... You think they kill them? They become bacon. No, I don't think that's true, Joey. It is true. I don't think that's true. I was told by... I think they're prized. No, I'd like to talk to people behind the scenes and be like, what do you do with the other pigs? He did not tell you that. Please don't tell me he told you that. Yeah, sausage, (sighs) bacon. Joey, I don't like this turn of the show. You're making me sad. Yeah, it's... uh, No, it's sad, but it ups the stakes. It really makes it a great race. Ah, stakes. Yeah. Oh, puns, puns. <laughs> Gotta love puns, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop by. I'll <sighs> buy a funnel cake or PBJ. And okay, well, we're in the same place we are every we single can time. Watch the pig death run. I want to watch the pig death run. I will adopt every single pig that loses <laughs> for that reason. No, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a baby pig. I'm more leaning towards uh, a big, big, fat cat. Big, lazy, fat cat. You want a big, giant, fat cat? Mm-hmm. 
But it's got, mm-hmm. I want to play with them forever adopt a cat because some cats are a-holes. All cats are, I think. But I want to, I want to, can they mind being held? Actually, you know what? That's not true. I want to retract my statement. Yeah. I want to retract my statement. <clears throat> That's not true. Right. Most are, though. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, I feel like picking out a cat is very much like me going on dates. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Do you know what happened? There's going to be one out there that's meant for me. You know how stupid this is? I I have two dogs, right? Mm -hmm. My uh, half German German Botzer, half Botzer, half German Shepherd, last night wagged his tail so hard that he smacked it against some hard surface. Oh, I saw this, yes. Yes, cut the end of his media. tail. And so now everywhere in my house, it's like a little like bloody paintbrush ran through the house and it looks like a freaking murder scene. Damn. Yeah, it's terrifying. What? That's a powerful tail. I know. Was, was the did the dog even seem phased by it? You know what? I don't. I don't really know. I put I put some neosporin on and wrapped it in a band aid. Which dog is this? Zeus, Zeus. the brown one. Oh. Uh, I felt so, But Zeus. how stupid is that? Does that happen to anyone else's dog? I mean, Gimli the Red and Fuzzy Big Booty Buddha has that big boat tail, the big boat oar for like a tail. I think and he'll he, take you out. He'll knock things off the coffee table. He's Lord. the perfect height to do that sort of crap. I got to see him this weekend. You did get to see him? Mm-hmm. My uh, brother's fiance did a white coat ceremony. Oh, Joey. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. a dog. I know. But I'm thinking a dog. I've always been a dog guy. I want a big, fat, lazy cat. Well, if you're a dog guy, why would you get a cat? Because, you know, sometimes you got to change. You got to grow, Chris. Well, then what if you get the cat? To... I don't know. I don't agree. With, I, I think it's too much of a risk. I think it's too much of a risk. What if you get the cat and then you hate the cat? And what do you do with it? I don't know. Give it to Emily. Yeah, I think she would take it. She would take all she the said, cats. Watch it. She would take all the cats. <laughs> so to recap here, um, we still wonder how a man ends up naked in front of a Chick Fil A oh, yeah. trying to fight people. The premise to this conversation. Um, we have discussed streaking in the era of Me Too, and we it, cover a lot of topics. You did co-ed streaking, so I think that was allowed. I did do co-ed streaking. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, equal streaking. And you know what? I can't, to this day, I can't remember what anyone, anyone, anyone's junk looked like. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good, because that means that no one can remember me either. That's good. No <laughs> need to send any pics anybody who was there that night. <laughs> it's locked away. Let's see who this is on the phone. Let's do it. You're on the air. Hello? Kristen. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> wait. Uh... wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold your horse. Am I talking... Is this... Is this a celebrity? Is this Southern Wood? I, this is anonymous. I'm just calling to inform Christy on something. Mm-hmm. All right, you, you say you like uh, looking at the, the cows out at the fair. The big and, horse. And, it, and it, it... Yeah, the big horse, and it terrifies you that the pigs that lose the race become bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you think they get those Polish sausages from? Don't you, you even! <laughs> and, 84. And, and those those big old pretty cows. Don't tell me those lies. Groomed, they're groomed up and beautiful and flat across the back. Mm-hmm. You know what they do with those? Mm-hmm. They kill them. Don't you and they tell cut me. them up into steak and grind them up into hamburger meat. Well, what do they do with the? Here for. But, I just don't want to meet them before they kill them. That's my thing. But it's Southern Wood. What do they do with the the goats in the petting zoo? You can barbecue a goat. No. <laughs> you know what? I 
went dove hunting this past weekend, and Rick called me a bird murderer. Well, you yeah. did snap a few necks, didn't you? I, I did not. That's the thing. I can't finish it off. I can't yeah, finish it off. I bet you I bet you ate them, though, didn't you? I did. I ate the crap out of them. They were delicious. I know. See, you got to learn how what? to kill what you're going to eat. I, See, I can shoot it. it. Good. I can't snap the neck. Growing up on a farm, you, you, you get over this real quickly because, like, when my children were, like, six, eight, ten, and twelve, mm-hmm. we sat down to eat one night. And they were like, Daddy, who are we eating? Is this Ethel? Oh, no. Yeah, this is Ethel. Uh-uh. And that was, it was actually a cow that we named. It was like a That's pet. horrible. And I don't even want to see the cow if I don't want to kill it. I don't know if I want to eat it. See, we couldn't send her to the... We couldn't. This is actually a true story. We couldn't send her to the sale because she was born deformed. She didn't have a, a, a tail. She was bobtailed. And she's and, special. And so they don't bring any money when you sell them at the stockyard. So we just raised her out. And when she got big enough, eh, lop her head off and make hamburger made out oh of it. Oh, my God. You say that That's so candidly. She like, she did not become your best friend. Yeah, because she didn't. Because she was an animal. She was not a human being. Whatever. So, my dogs are both humans in my house. So every time you go by those little piggies and you see oink, 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 and little number four comes in last, Little number four is what's going to be in your hot dog. Who would have thought with the the carnies and the unique smells at the fair, there's a dark side to it. Thanks, 84. I was having a good show until you ended on a depressing note. Thanks, Southern Boy. Hey, I do what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) It's the reason why he's the member of the Hall of Fame, folks. That's why. He earned it. But I'll have to come up with something for you. I'll put you in before Baron. (laughs) You don't have to do that. Given the current political climate, I'm not giving you a pass. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Good call, Joey. Yeah. And you don't have to do that. Baron has definitely earned it before I have. Yeah, but he's so charming, almost too charming. He'll bribe you with chocolate, and it'll work. No, Baron and I, I think we're kind of the same with our charm. Like, there's this chick in D.C. who's definitely vibing me, and the, you know how I knew she was vibing? Why? She how? called me an ass. But not in, like, huh. leave me alone, punk. It was, like, 30 minutes into talking. It's like, you're such an ass. I'm like, yes, I'm in. Uh, you probably are in with that. Yeah, exactly. You're probably good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. I if you ever need some pointers, it. let I me know. I didn't follow up with it. <laughs> I was only in town for a night. <laughs> so? That's your... Okay. You can do that. It was my, no, we're, <laughs> we're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this damn movie, Christy. I'm going to watch it in the very near future. Swear to God. Okay, then you, when I see you in the morning, I'm going to ask you to God. This. Okay, not tonight. <sighs> Folks, I'll be back tomorrow night. Fast show. Very fast show. Thank you for joining me. Good night. <laughs>